the pox, the pox. In three, in two, in one. Oh, Ballas, Preacher, back again. Definitely didn't have to start again for a second time because my son has pox. There's pox in the house. There's pox in and around my area. I'm safe from pox. I've been around many a person, a person with pox. I'm all right. My wife, though, is pregnant. And pox is actually a really big deal because she's pregnant. So there's stuff got to be done about the pox. There might be cream involved. There might be cream. I'm back. I'm back. And almost had a perfect return to form. But didn't. But didn't. But there you go. That's the way it goes down sometimes. Welcome to Drama Friday. There's a web show tomorrow as well. All sorts of content coming out. Made three videos today. I was pumped. I was so pumped to get back into work. I was. I was so pumped. I was really excited. So loads of stuff coming out for you. It's all good. I'm all like out of sorts now because of the pox interference as the show started. So let's do some drama then. Let's get back on track with some drama. I've got three stories in front of me. Because I couldn't do the last Drama Friday, I now have an abundance of stories. Which means there are some... They're weird. A little bit weird. There's some weird ones in there that usually come in spits and spats. I usually get the odd one that's like, that's a bit, that's a bit weird. Yeah, you went a little bit far. But that's okay. But that means that tomorrow at the web show, we can have a little bit of fun. We can have a little bit of fun with Mr. Ghosties here. We can only do that kind of stuff. So it's all good. It's all good. Oh, the monster? No, I had a monster for like 12 days, guys. I'm clean. I'm on the water. Look at this. Look at this shit. Look at this shit. I know, right? <laughs> Look at this shit. Let's try and move that PC out of the way. Way There we go. So, without further ado, I have three stories in front of me. The Cataclysm. Hell of a tale. A tale of misery and woe. The RL Friends Guild. Yeah, the RL Friends Guild. It's always going to be good. I've got a story, a wonderfully written PDF story by a lady. And I tell you, when the girls write a story... The effort's there. The effort is there. I love the lady stories when they're all... They're so... So concise. I love it so much. Right, we're going to kick off with the RL Friends Guild because... Yeah, RL Friends Guild. Why do it to yourself? I don't know. I don't know. Don't do it. Just don't. It carries over. You end up talking about it at, like, family dinners. And shit goes down. Loot goes on. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Don't do it to yourself. But some of you did. Uh, and that's going to be pretty good. This one has a transvestite in it. Might be relevant, might not be. Who knows? Right? Let's find out. Preacher, I love your videos. Love your stream. I got a crazy story for you about a group of RL friends, a transvestite, and a whole lot of drama. That recipe, though. That's going to be pretty good. The story begins at the end of Mop, before Wad, and then into early Wad. I'd taken a break early Mop, all these abbreviations, and returned when a group of us RL friends... Decided we wanted to come back to the game when we heard about what was coming in WAD. Let's do it. Let's do it, right? We should all... You know what we should do? Hey! Hey! You know what we should do? We should all play together and make a guild and it'll be amazing. We should do it because we're all friends, right? So we'll all do that together and it'll be fantastic. It'll be so good. Okay. We all pre-ordered, got our free 90s. I went for a Blood Elf Rogue. We found out later that we all made rogues. Okay, so... Problem one. We had seven... Novel 90 Rogues. Seven. At no point... At no point during your little... Con little uh, conversation there... Did anybody say... What class are we going to play? This is what we're going to do. We're, what, what class are you going to play? We need tanks, we need healers. So we'll just make seven rogues. And we're going to make our own guild. I have to read this in like a, in, a, in an idiot voice. It has to be. We had f seven fresh 90 rogues and made our own guild that was going to be only our L friends. That's the plan. That's the plan. We're going to make a guild only RL friends and all rogues. That's the plan. We started to recruit amongst friends among friends. Oh, so it's okay if it's friends of friends. That's fine. I found that we eventually had 15 people. 15 friends? Shit, dude. How popular are you? Seven of them were rogues. 
We were dumb as fuck. But at least it was fun. After doing some timeless aisle and LFR. Together. It's a guild LFR. No way, it's better. It's better than the guild LFR. It's guild timeless aisle. And I think we can all appreciate how much fun that must have been. Okay? Guild timeless aisle. That must have been a hell of a time. We decided we were ready for normal mode Siege of Ogrimmar. As we had the tanks, the healers, and the deeps. And we were all online at the same time. We got into the raid and were so coordinated that when we did a ready check, the tank just ran into the trash. I got one shot. Ready check. Ready motherfuckers. Bring the shot. I'm dead. <laughs> the mob started running everywhere as we were all shocked at what was going on. The other tank tried to pick them up, but a bunch of people just ran out of the raid. <laughs> abandoned ship. Abandoned ship. Just abandoned ship. This has gone wrong. It's bad. Just abandoned ship. Let's just get the fuck out of here. Let's just abandon ship on this bitch. Let's just get the fuck out of here. It all went downhill from there. I imagine it did. The mobs... <laughs> the other bunch tried to stay and clear the mobs. The female undead hunter. Okay, who's that going to be? I'm just going to pick people ran randomly. It's going to be Eli. Ellie. It's going to be Ellie. Is the hunter. Uh, yes, because the name's caught randomly. <coughs> Ellie yelled through the mic, fuck you guys, you all suck, and left the raid. RL friends, tight, yeah? Tight knit, we're a synergy, we're a team, you can't go wrong. Fuck you guys, you all suck, and quit. She was also my girlfriend. Uh. Mm. Shit. This was only the beginning. Everyone started fighting amongst themselves. Not even killed the trash. Just putting that out there. Not even killed the trash. Everyone started fighting amongst themselves after we somehow managed to die down that trash with a 300 gold repair bill. We all decided that we are not ready for this and we will now rest until Warlords of Draenor. We shall rest. Okay? We're going to rest. I will point out at this, at this stage that I do have a horrible cold from returning from warm to cold. And I apologise. It's gross. I know. It's terrible. Chapter 2, okay. Chapter 2, we're carrying on. We're going to rest. That was our training. We're not ready. We'll rest. We'll prepare ourselves, right? We're going to step back. We're going to recruit more people. Nah, it's probably a good idea. One hit, and more than half of us had already quit the game. By the time we hit 100, a few of us experienced players, those of us who had been through the Siege of Ogrimmar trash, realized we were going to have to outsource to get down these heroic dungeons as a guild and start raiding when Heimol hit I took care of recruiting and in no time we had a solid 15 people we decided to have our first meeting on vent getting serious a few weeks before Heimol was set to drop okay who's gonna be the blelf what is she mage who's bluish Serena Serena? I'm going to go with Serena. I'm going to say Serena, but I think I pronounced your name wrong. I truly apologize. Serena was the guild leader. And Ellie was the raid leader. Smart idea. Ellie began the meeting <coughs> by saying she would sit and cut anyone who disobeyed her. And she would be relentless to make the raiding team the best it could possibly be. Now, I'm no expert on opening meetings. I've opened quite a few, probably somewhere in the hundreds of meetings with strangers. Let me just say that your opening gambit shouldn't be that every single one of you is on a fucking knife edge, alright? Listen to me, I'm a fucking raid leader, alright? And what I'm saying to you is each one of you is on a fucking tightrope. You've got a noose around your necks and I'm fucking squeezing. I'm squeezing it. I'm fucking squeezing. <coughs> Carry on. Carry on. The next person to speak. Go on. <laughs> Me noticing this was a bit harsh, spoke up and said, <clears throat> I know this meeting was pretty cutthroat, but I want everyone to know that ultimately we all want to have a good time. <laughs> Having said that you all have a noose around your fucking neck. Remember, it's all about the fun. Yeah? 
So everyone, book up your ideas. Let's go and have ourselves a raid. We're going to be all right. We're going to be fine. <laughs> I then realized that no one had spoke up at all. So I said, I want all of us to get to know each other. And told them some info about me. You didn't. You didn't tell them some info. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Blood Elf Rogue. Uh, ASL in uh, 16. M. Alright. I'm from... Uh, well, you know where I'm from. We're all RL friends here, right? Okay. Um, this is all about fun, this guild. So, I just I just want you to know that... Okay, Ellie's a bit of a bitch, but... You know, I got a dog. And uh, he's a nice dog. Where's a little ribbon, actually? Fun stories. Drinks milk. Anyone else want to speak up? Say a little something? Something? Eventually, we all spoke up in a row, telling our character names and some info about ourselves. We're most of you are our friends. I'm just saying. It sounds a little bit weird. It got to our tank paladin. Named Jamie. Jamie. It eventually reached Jamie. <sighs> <laughs> UK member. It got to Jamie, our tank pally. She spoke up, introducing herself in her real name, in a voice that didn't sound very feminine at all. For uh, for instance, we'll call her Sally, for the sake of the story. <coughs> I, uh, real name Sally. Um, I'm hot. I'm part-time model, as well as Warcraft tank paladin. <clears throat> Thanks. Everyone in vent broke out laughing and asking if it was uh, Sona. <coughs> or our hunter that's usually the funny guy of the group. I knew it was a man, but I was infuriated at them for laughing at him or her. I screamed at them for being so rude and left the vent call. Why? He was lying. You white knighted a liar? A blatant liar. You white knighted a liar? Really? <laughs> I will defend your rights. So tell us you're a girl even though you're a man. I will defend it. And left the guild call. After I calmed down, I rejoined and apologised to Jamie on everyone's behalf for being so rude. Jamie said it didn't bother him slash her and not to worry about it, but it still felt wrong about it. Okay. Chapter 3. Our raiding experience. Our first raid was rocky as hell. We didn't down very many bosses in normal. Just Kargath after a few hours. Kargath normal. You up to speed? You know where we are. Ellie got pretty intense on vent while the whole night. And I knew I had made a mistake joining this group of misfits and RL friends. The regret is real. However though, Jamie and our dispriest came to, came to Ellie and decided that Serena wasn't leading the guild correctly. And that is why we aren't progressing. We're not killing Kargath normal because of guild leadership. That's what's doing it. Honestly, hey, I don't want to be the one to say it, but somebody's got to stand up and say that we can't kill Kargath normal because of the guild leader. That's what's going on here. I don't know if you see it, but that's what it is. It's the guild leader, Kargath normal. <laughs> we were all in vent. But they were in a separate channel. And they asked Serena to come into their channel and talk. Minutes later, I saw I saw him pass guild leader over to Ellie. The noose. And I was confused as fuck as to what was going on in there. So I hopped in and asked. They told me they had asked Serena to step down. They were going to run the guild and the raiding now. Kargath Normal will be theirs. I snapped. I told him that they had no right to take it away from him. He was the original leader, the OG, and he and I built this guild from the ground up of seven people. They told me I wasn't looking at the big picture. You're not seeing the big picture. You're not seeing it. it we could go, the sky's the limit now with Ellie in charge. The butcher, bracket spore maybe, yeah? Now we're cooking on gas. It was Serena all along. Serena all along. You know, I'd look at the big picture. No matter what I said, I couldn't get it through to them. Even the hunter told them they were crazy. Everything started to get worse and worse from that point on. <laughs> After a few weeks of no progression, no butcher, 
No Bracken Spore. Not even a Texas. Weeks of no progression. Cargath Normal on farm. Ellie finally snapped. We had been waiting over an hour before the first pull, trying to get the raid together and to find out where the missing members were. It was, it was a disaster. Ellie lost her fucking mind, screaming at everyone that this group wasn't getting anywhere and it was a waste of her time to be with you fuckwits. Yeah? Literally, you guys are wasting my fucking time. You're wasting my fucking time. You fuckwits. I'm out of here. I'm done with you motherfuckers. Get it together. We couldn't find another healer. Oh! Raid leader, guild master, healer, crazy bitch. Yeah? That recipe. Put that in a fucking stick of dynamite and see what happens. They wanted me to switch to healer. I just wanted to play my rogue. I didn't want to heal on my ult. Ellie, though. Ellie and Jamie and a hunter had it out over vent as I sat there horrified on my rogue, listening to Ellie screaming and slamming things in the same room as me. The hunter told Ellie and Jamie to go fuck themselves and he disconnected from vent. There was an awkward silence and I eventually said, I think I'm just going to go. <laughs> I'll just get my coat. All right, I'm just going to get my coat. I'm just going to leave. It's going to be fine. And the raid fell apart. Ellie was furious and began screaming at me IRL because I wouldn't switch to my healer to help us get moving. I said I was sorry, but I didn't want to play my fucking healer. Right? Oh, shit! Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all bad and stuff, right? You can be slamming things and crashing into things, but oh, I don't want to play my fucking healer. Go fuck yourself. Just going to put it right out there. I don't want to heal, but I also don't want us to stall the raid. Just saying. Just saying. The night ended with me staying at my parents for a couple of days. A couple of days while the dust settled. I came home after those few days and Ellie and I worked out the issues. We had decided not to raid together anymore. I think we should not raid together. She told me about how Jamie and the others had approached her and said if she didn't do this with them. That Jamie and the others were going to take all the good members... The guys who had been there for the first Kargath kill, yeah? Reliable raiders, yeah? I'm gonna ta I am going to steal the best members of our Kargath farm guild. I swear to you, I'll do it. I'll take them all with me. I'll take every last fucking one of them. And you'll be left with nothing. No Kargath. No Kargath for you people. I'm going to take them all. And they were going to leave to another guild, crushing our guild. She had only done what she thought was best and admitted she had been bullied into it. I wish I had been either of those vent calls because I would have stopped it all from happening at the source. The guild fell apart after that night. We went on to do heroic and mythic raiding and everyone else just stopped playing the game and went their separate ways. Things got much better after that though. Ellie doesn't play the game anymore, but she talks every now and then about returning. I tell her as long as she doesn't come anywhere near me, that should be fine. <coughs> Very wise. <clears throat> I have made a promise to not try and build an RL guild, or any guild in fact, anymore, and just be a top DPS. I hope you enjoyed the story better than I did living it. I certainly did. <laughs> so good. So good. Oh my god. <laughs> but RL guilds though, that's not funny. Let's talk about some bad looting. As a raid leader, often you have to master loot for some fucking reason. I don't know, because your guild members aren't trustworthy. And therefore, misclicks go badly. Alright. Alright. Right, characters. Let's have some characters. Who wants to be the asshole? There's always an asshole. In a misclicking story. Oh, it's just the one guy. Who wants to be the ultimate asshole? Let's see. Poor guy, can't get found for the win. I know, right? <laughs> I'm going to take all the good members. Of your Kargath guild. <laughs> uh, oh, Ewalker? Definitely. The power of the Ewalk is in you. Okay, Ewalker. Good man. You are the ultimate dickhead. Uh, the guild has disbanded so we can use their name. Mm, I'll change it anyway. Oh, the preacher of Brophis you. This is my story of drama from my time from my time in our wonderful land of Azeroth. It begins at launch. 
I've been following the news about WoW for a few months before I knew that I had found a game for life. I was a mere 15 years old and had a clear picture of the sort of character that I wanted to roll. It was the same type of character I tended to roll in all RPGs and Dungeons and Dragons. A heavy armoured wrecking machine that took no nonsense and solved all of life's problems with a swift mace to the face. Such RP. And so I faced a dilemma. There were two classes that wore heavy armour. The choice was between the warrior and the paladin. Normally, I'd have gone straight for the warrior, but in this multiplayer game, I could see the benefit that the versatile paladin could bring to the table. I ummed and ahed on the, ma- on the character selection screen for a good half an hour before making my choice. I was to be a male human paladin and a male dwarf warrior. <laughs> I have decided <laughs> I've got to be a warrior or a paladin. Mm. How to solve this pickle? I shall be them both. I had a plan. I knew that there were enough different zones for the level ranges for me to level both of my characters along completely different routes. I planned out routes that would see my paladin finish in southern Kalimdor and my warrior finish in the northern eastern kingdoms. So it began. The epic quest across Azeroth. I followed a five level rule. Five levels on one character before switching to the other. Oh my god. I did some dungeoning on my way to 60. I was often asked if I would tank or heal, but I didn't want to. If it didn't involve a quick coming together of maces and faces, boom, that line's mine. Fucking taking that. If it doesn't involve a quick coming together of maces and faces, then I don't care. I said proudly that all throughout vanilla, never once was I anything other than a retribution or fury warrior. You're going to have a bit of a problem. Just saying. It was only when I got to level 60 and began looking into raiding and joining a guild that I found out that neither of these specs were any fucking good. Pally DPS was absolute dog shit and although Warrior Deeps was competitive, all the melee DPS spots in guilds have been taken up by those goddamn rogues, right? So just like back at the character creation screen, I faced a tough choice. Stop playing the game I'd come to love or swallow my damn pride and take one of the numerous offers I had to heal on my paladin or tank on my warrior. What would you do? What would you do? I can be versatile, but I'm only playing Rhett. Yes. Look at how versatile a paladin it is. I only play Rhett. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. <coughs> what to do? Holy Pally? Prot Warrior. Only one choice in my fucking book, anyway. What about Hidden Answer C? Right? What about Hidden Answer C? So I stopped playing the game. Ah! Joke's on you, motherfuckers. So I stopped playing the game. I remember clearly the moment I thought I was never coming back. Oh, should I tank? Should I heal? Fuck you. That's what. And off I go. I logged out of the character select screen and to each of my tunes I said, Goodbye, mate. It was fun. The world just wasn't ready for us. Now that sounds lame, so I'll beef it up a bit. Goodbye, my friend. It was fun. But the world just wasn't ready for us. Not yet. Time went by and then I heard about how they were going to be a new expansion pack and it's Blizzard were going to fix the problem of non-viable specs. And so I thought now is the time. The world is ready for us. No, the world is ready for me. I reactivated my account, did some gold farming to get myself ready and then had another choice to make. I had learned that Outland would be more linear than the old world and so not wanting to bore myself by repeating the same quest so soon after one another. I decided to choose a main character. It was a hard choice, like asking for which ball I'd rather have cut off. Not really. No. No, it's not. Okay. Choosing a main character is nothing like having to remove one of your testicles. Okay? It is never like that. That's too far. It's too fucking much. No. 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 I left it to fate and rolled a die. A 20-sided die, of course. Even if I'd made a paladin, odds are I'd remain a warrior. Even if I'd made the paladin, odds I'd remain a warrior. Oh, evens I'd made the paladin. Odds I'd made the warrior. I rolled. The dice flew across the table. And once TBC was installed, I set off through the portal on my warrior. Oh, good choice. Outland amazed me. The reaction I first had seen Hellfire Peninsula was mirrored very recently where my five-year-old niece was watching me play in that zone. As the camera turned to face the iconic skybox, her whispered reaction said it all. 
five-year-old. Wow. I joined a guild whose members I'd met in a run of the Ramparts. You cleared Ramparts, friends. You must be a good guild. And I stayed with them through leveling and into raiding. Little did I know I had taken my first steps towards drama. My guildies and I went through the attunement for the heroic dungeons and Karazhan beckoned when we were ready. It was in Karazhan, the first raid instance I'd ever been in that I found my calling, not only as a badass face-mashing son of a bitch, but also as a raid leader. I had made friends and earned the respect of most of the guild, the Ramparts Guild, and with the guild master preoccupied, preoccupied with the guild's PvP side, we've got to do Hala, then we've got to do Hellfire, then we're going to the arena. But then we're going to do Halar again because it's coming back on uh, Halar's. Has anyone got a mod for Halar? Just go arena then. I was put in charge of the PvE. I led team one on my warrior and team two with my paladin who I had gotten around to leveling. Still as retribution and fury. And many by this time considered me to be the guild master. All but in name. We continued to progress through TBC raids. Magtherod and Fell, Gruel, SSC and Tempest Keep. It wasn't easy. We had our ups and downs. But we made it to the Black Temple. It was hard going on each new boss presenting a new challenge to overcome. But a few weeks later the Illidari Council were down and the big bad was waiting. I lost count of the amount of fail pulls we had on that bad boy. Whenever we solved one problem, another would appear, but with some determination. Illidan fell. The screams came out over TeamSpeak. Before I go any further, I need to backtrack. Our guild used DKP. I didn't like it, but it was what the guild used, so I went along with it. I could see the inherent flaws. Luckily, this never became a problem until Black Temple. As with most guilds at this point in their progression, the rogues had only one thing on their mind. Well, two things technically. The Warglaves of Azanoth. Our 25-man team had four rogues! Four rogues. Oh, God. <laughs> four rogues. And they were hoarding as much DKP as possible, saving it for the Warglaive. This would lead to them passing on upgrades and therefore our team not having enough DPS to even kill Illidan for the Glaives to drop. But I had a plan. I told the rogues before our first Black Temple run how it was going to go down. It would be simple. When a Glaive dropped for us, the rogue who did the most DPS on that fight would get it. It's not a great plan. It could work. I'm just saying, they're really good rogues. Is your tank really good? I'm just saying, unleashing the rogues in a DPS war on a fight where there's survivability issues? Maybe not. You know what I mean? Maybe not the best of plan. <laughs> Maybe not. But okay, we'll see how it's going to go. We'll see. Uh. So now they were actively spending their DKP getting upgrades and our raid DPS stayed high enough for us to clear the content all leading up to the moment when we had face to face with the betrayer. Every time I saw how close the rogues were on DPS I felt like John Hannibal Smith. Loving it as the plan came together. Release the rogues. Back to the moment. Illidan fell. The screams and cheers over TeamSpeak were filling me with so much pride I'd led them to this ragtag band from the fucking ramparts. I had brought them here. I was their leader. We also had a tradition in our guild to celebrate the first kill of a boss to savior, save our Eric Simon. Only I would look at the loot that dropped. Bullshit. I would take my sweet time letting them know what we had won. That sounds so fucking annoying. Oh my god. Slowly, I RP walked up, knelt down, and looted. I muted my microphone so that they wouldn't hear the gasp of shock and excitement at seeing that orange text appear in the loot menu. The main hand glaive was there. I composed myself. Started going through the loot, hearing the bids come in and dealing it out. Our tanks were especially pleased to throw all their DKP at me when they heard that the bulwark of Azanoth was in the loot list. <clears throat> right, guys and girls. Well done. 
Illidan down. It won't be long before we've got this completely on farm. Grats to everyone who got gear. Same time, same place next week. Oh wait, there's one more piece of loot. Tricky bastard. A flurry of no way. I don't even, I literally don't even. I don't fuck with me, man. Don't fuck with me now. Came over the voice comms. I paused, soaking it in, bracing me. What a showman. What a fucking showman. What a showman. Don't show them just yet. Just give them the tease that maybe it's there, but don't show them just yet. Don't show them. I paused, soaking it in, bracing myself for it. Main hand warglaive, motherfuckers. The rogues lost their shit. To keep the rogues honest, I made them do one more thing before the fight with Illidan. As previously mentioned, the glaive would go to the rogue who did the most DPS in the fight. But just to keep things interesting, I told them to turn off their DPS meters. <laughs> Definitely going to do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's switched off. There's only a warglaive at stake. <laughs> I, I, I guarantee you. Boss. Raid leader. RP guy. I've totally switched off my fucking DPS meter. Definitely. Definitely switched off. Trust me, man. Absolutely. Definitely. I told it to turn off their DPS meters. Everyone else had them on, of course, to make sure the right person got it. We just wanted to make sure that the rogues fought for it. I couldn't make them do it, of course, but I found out they hadn't. I told them that they would be bottom of the pile for loot regardless of DKP, and so would anyone else who spoiled the surprise. No one did, though. I had an honourable band of brothers. Yeah, honourable rogues with DPS meters. Rogues, DPS meters, honourable warglaive. Yeah, right? Those four things together. No. The rogues have been so close on DPS by the end of the fight that there was hardly anything in it. But there was a winner. I said over team speaker, it is your lucky day, Ewalker. Is your lucky day. He lost his shit. His cries of yes, 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 yes. And who's the man over T-Speak? Are still the most honest to God happiest things I've ever heard. This would go down as my best ever night in gaming. Or it would have if I hadn't received an SMS at that very moment. Still being a teenager with pimples on my dick, I couldn't let a text go unread. It was an IRL friend who raided Hordeside. How's Illidan going? It said simply. I began writing my reply. Illidan down. Warglaive dropped. Screw the horde. But of course, Ewalker was still waiting for his glaive. So while texting, I sent the warglaive over to him. It was not until this point of my life that I believed the saying that men were bad at multitasking. TS went silent for a moment, then exploded. What the fuck? Oh my fucking god. From almost all the raid members. Confused, I turned back to the screen to see what was going on. I saw the message in chat. Oh, fuck, was my reply. I'd misclicked. The warglaive had gone to the wrong person. I'd sent it to... Myself. Hmm. Out of 25 people, you sent it to yourself accidentally. Did you really? <laughs> oh, I misclicked. My honourable band of brothers! <laughs> I've misclicked! Oops! <clears throat> we'll take his word for it for now. <sighs> I looked in my bags to see if it was true, and there it was! It is! I did! It is in my bags! I'm not gonna lie. It is in my bags. There it is! My name had been next to Ewalkers in the Master Loot menu. It was an honest mistake, but this was a rogue who jumped through every hoop I'd put in his way. And this was a warglaive. A person I'd once considered a guildie turned on me. It's his fault. And then he turned on... Can you believe it? He turned on me. I launched a terrain of insults and obscenity at me. Unleash the fucking rogues. All his close guild friends joined in and so did a lot of others who now only... Saw a loot ninja in the place of their once former leader. 
I tried to explain myself and a few others were asking for calm down, but it was no use. The voice comm lynch mob wanted blood. They called out for me to be G-kicked, but I was an officer and only the GM could do it and he wasn't online. The next day I spoke to the guildmaster and asked, what happened with the Warglaive? Ewalker and lots of others say you ninja'd it. I explained that it had been a I was texting! I was with the mouse I was texting and it went to the wrong guy! Dude, like what? Are you joking? I, as if I would ninja loot. Really? Come on. You can trust me. I'm a guild. I'm a raid leader. I'm. <laughs> what more evidence do you need? I'm a raid leader. <laughs> His response was, "This is why I don't PVE. This is it. None of this shitty PVP points, bitch. Points, motherfuckers. You're the raid leader. Sort it out." I'm not going to kick you. I would be able to advertise the guild as having cleared BT. I wouldn't be able to advertise the guild as having cleared Black Temple without you. E. Walker and his cronies couldn't believe that I was still in the guild. And still the raid leader. They slagged me off in guild chat. Constantly calling me every name under the sun. I could have just ignored them, but I wanted to know what was being said about me. Ah, oh, it's like checking the forum. It's like checking the forum. Our next raid of Black Temple didn't go so well. We did clear it, but the atmosphere was toxic. I felt like a captain of a ship of mutineers, and I swore there were some deaths of mine that could have been prevented. Ah, oh, they didn't heal you. I prayed for another glaive drop to fix this mess, but Aaron Jesus was not with me that day. Weeks passed. I considered leaving for another guild, but stood strong. I could, <laughs> I could weather this storm. I was surprised that Ewalker and his friends were still in the guild. The only reason I could think of was that they couldn't all get raid spots in another guild that was at the same level of progress. As time went on, the attitude towards me for most of the guilds slowly mellowed until it was only Ewalker and his brood, giving me shit all the time. I still hadn't even equipped the Warglaive. To me, it was a symbol of shame, and I didn't want to be seen with it. We lost some members due to their IRL commitments, taking away their time to raid, and so we brought in new people who hadn't raided Black Temple before. Ewalker took the opportunity to sour the new people against me. Poisoning the fucking well. Poisoning it. Rogues don't forget. Rogues don't forget about Warglaives. Rogues never forget. They know. Talking over me and insulting me and generally letting it be known that I was a shithead. You only got this job because I sucked the GM's dick. At that point, I'd had enough. Go on then, Ewalker. You lead the raid. About damn time, he replied. And so we headed off to BT with our new raiders. I left all the explanation to Ewalker and didn't open my mouth once until our fifth wipe on Nagentis when I said, Oh, <coughs> oh shit. Fifth wipe on Nagentis. Until he said, Who wants me to lead again? Yeah? Who wants me to lead again? Just saying. Wiping on the Genters. Who wants me to lead again? The majority ruled in my favour. We progressed through the temple up to the council that night. And the next night Illidan fell again. All of the old pretense and ceremony of looting had vanished since this misclick. I was still the master looter. And that night after weeks of spewing bile I got my revenge. The offhand glaive dropped. Team speak fell silent. Give it to me, said Ewalker. Fuck you, I replied as I sent the glaive to myself. <laughs> Excuse me. Fuck you, I said, looted the glaive to myself. I quit them both and did my little dwarven Cossack dance in front of him, laughing down my mic with most of the raid laughing along with me. Ewalker left the guild with his friends. Sunwell was on the horizon. They knew they were at the best chance of down and kill Jaden with me. I stayed with that guild all the way through Wrath. I added a male gnome death knight to my set of heavily armoured face melters <laughs> and down the Lich King. I since come back for what after my IRL horde friends said convinced me to come back. I converted all my characters to horde. My dwarf became a female orc. My human pally became a female blood elf, of course. And my gnome DK became a female undead. Loving what so far and enjoying your class guides. Hope you enjoyed my drama story. Of course we did! A wonderful drama story! I love it! I love it! Fuck you! Right. <laughs> Fuck you! Asshole. Months of shit. 
Kiss my ass. You're not having anything. Right. What have we got? 15 minutes? How long is this one? Uh, I need a story that's like 15 minutes long. Hold on. Let's make bad friends in WoW. We'll do it quickly. Right. I need a warrior tank. A kung fu priest. I assume that means a monk. <laughs> a freeloading mage. A noob druid. Not possible. Not possible. A hunter. A GM. Oh my god, so many names. And a class leader. Okay. Alright, I'm just going to pick very quickly. Excuse me. I'm going to have to do something really gross. So I'm going to do this. Oh, because I can. Woo! Okay, so battle pant. Battle pant. I hate being ill. It's so hard to do this while while ill. Uh, Maloa. We'll have Nato. We'll have Dart Bro. We'll have uh, McKinza. We'll have Dreon. And we'll have. Uh, Kelt. The Kelt. Beautiful. Right, we're whizzing through. We're speeding, we're speeding, we're speeding. I've got chicken pox to deal with. Ah, here we go. Making bad friends in WoW. Oh, ballers. I'm a brofist you, sir, and a fine audience. Let me start off by saying I am not one of the nicest gamers in the world. Good God. I'm the one who would describe as a certified elitist dick. At least you're aware of it, right? It's the first step, is accepting. Although I can occasionally be nice to random people and friends, so it compensates. I'm occasionally nice, so it's fine. I'm occasionally nice. A bit of background. I started playing computer games around the age of 10 or 11, playing Red Alert. Nice. Zeppelins, am I right? Fucking Zeppelins. And Warcraft Lua 1 on my sister's PC. What? Wait. What? Which was far from ideal. She needed it for MSN. <laughs> I need a PC, Dad. Why? MSN. That ice. What's the, what's the fucking... Uh, what's the thing today? Facebook. Will it be Facebook? You can use a phone for that, right? <laughs> you can use a phone for it. So I don't know what the equivalent is. Skype, maybe? You can use that on a phone. When I needed her to fuck off and let me play my games, needless to say, she did not, did not take phrasing like that very well. Come to think of it, we always had a bit of a rocky family bond when it came to sharing PCs. Anyways, growing up, I got my own PC. Oh, yeah. Which I used to play competitive cards. Jesus Christ. I'm joking. Seriously, I got home from school at 5pm I played till like 3am every day just so I could play cards with American convicts and middle-aged old ladies, which was the target which is the target group of the card game. You up to speed? ICQ? Oh my god. Meanwhile, I was also dabbling in the Warcraft 3 scene. Loving, I mean absolutely fascinated, obsessive, loving the storylines. Fast forward to college life and a couple of my friends who I knew played Warcraft told me, Dude, bro, what, son? Haven't you heard? There's WoW, and it's MMO, and it's Warcraft, and it's fucking awesome. The idea alone of being immersed in the world that I love so much persuaded me to get the game. Studying graphical design and computer engineering made me ditch my shit card game PC and get a serious one, like a baller. I was set. My buddy said I should roll a hunter, because it, cause it's easy as F to play. Because <laughs> it's easy as F to play. What? And it's the new player class. I looked at the class and went, well, all right, Honestly, it looked like shit, but since my friends wanted me to play it, why not? I got to level 10 and immediately re-rolled. A friend of mine played Warlocks for the top guild on the server. I had no idea what that meant, but hey, it sounded pro as shit. And it was constant top deeps. I had a, I had a wee look and loved it. I leveled to 70. And then the drama started. Chapter 1. Not quite a dick yet. <laughs> not quite a dick. That's chapter 1. Not quite a dick. Not all the way there. Upon reaching level 70, I quickly became a bit addicted. Spending days grinding dungeons. It was at this point that I started noticing my RL friends weren't as good as they claimed they were. One wasn't even level 70. <laughs> nope. And the other one apparently was a raiding guild's favourite bench target. I especially noticed something off when they told me, Dude, you should grind gear. The fire set, because it's beast. Grind the fire set? Because it's beast? <coughs> Does anybody say that? I found it all just to find out the shadow set was ideal. Oh my god! 
They told a warlock to fire the to farm the fire set. Spell fire set. What? You should get spell fire on your warlock, cause it's beast. <laughs> it's heavy metal as fuck. It's heavy metal as shit, the spell fire set for the warlocks. It's beast. I was so pissed! Needless to say, I quickly ditched him and made my own friends, including Bostock and Sander. Oh, oops. <laughs> including Nato and Dartbro. I met both of them while looking for dungeon groups in Trade Chat. God, I missed the Burning Crusade where you didn't have everything spoon-fed. Elitist as fuck, right? Destro set. Yeah, man, not using Shadow Ball. What? I can only imagine how great Vanilla must have been. Anyways, I ran a lot of dungeons with them and they said, Hey, dude, bro, you should totally try raiding if you like dungeons so much, son, brah. They explained raiding to me and I was sold. The idea of 25 people striving to achieve a goal together sounded legit. Plus, I had been in the top guild's raiders hangaround in Ironforge a lot and their gear looked legit. Fuck you, Blizz, and your handout tears. Elitist hype. And so I joined the raiding guild. Meanwhile, Dartbro... This is such a college-written story, I love it. Meanwhile, Dartbro had a bit of a... Uh, had to quit a wee time off WoW to become a rock star, which failed, duh. <laughs> so harsh. So he said, dude, bro, you should take care of my account, son. Oh, account sharing! Account share. Oh, no. Not allowed. Not allowed. Not allowed account sharing. Very naughty. No. You're going to end up on a, on a forum thread on MMO Champion. Ah, oh, he's so pissed. <laughs> you should take care of my account, bro, son, since you're a good friend. So I found myself in two raiding guilds at the same time, which actually worked out fine since only one of their raid days overlapped. The Wednesday. The, the one I was in on my lock had a bit of a weird situation at the moment I joined. Apparently the GM was on a two-way holiday, a two-week holiday, and the officers all thought he was a total fucking noob. They said, dude, bro, we're, we're gonna farm, uh, farm a new guild, brah. You should come with us, bro. Which I did. We got to the black turf. So, yeah, I was like, yeah, fuck it, we'll do it. Which is pretty good. <laughs> Which I did. We got to the Black Temple, at which point I become quite the force to be reckoned with in the guild. Speaking for myself. It was at that point when we reached Illidan. My little law whore came when we saw the gate spectacle. When shit started hitting the fan. I had noticed the guy that talked to me, Battle Pants, at the start, making about making our own guild, was actually a dog shit tank. The guy who started the new guild was a dog shit tank. And to make things worse, his bestest buddy and officer was fucking terrible priest healer named Maloha. Everybody around me is bad. Everybody around me is bad. My elitist character trait immediately kicked in. I had previously leveled a paladin tank to do Zulaman runs on... Oh god, there's so many names. On Dark Bro's account. And I had become quite famous on the server as a good tank to use for pugs and alt runs for the top guilds. Alright. So I became a bitch. What? So I became a bitch. Dartbro. Dartbro and Maloha were paired up for the fire elemental drop. And Battle Pants would just die from either the fire or the laser beam all the fucking time on Illidan. I would constantly call them out on it. Invoking the rage of Maloha. It was at this point that Dartbro returned. Needless to say, he took his account back and just pretended that he was on the <laughs> that he'd been the one playing that account since day one. Account share never works out. Never works out. Don't account share, yo, because he just comes back one day and just takes his account. Seeing him play that a paladin so fucking bad and under the druid, I worked so hard on broke my heart. Not only that, but he failed horribly on the runs. He got auto invited to the top by the top guilds, <laughs> and giving me a bad rep since they all thought it was still me. He had heard about my guild's failures in Black Tunnel and said, Dude, bro, I can totally help you out. Just tell the tank to go deeps and I will tank. Dude. I was a bit hesitant about this, but hey, what's the worst that could happen? I convinced Battle Pants that maybe a pally tank would be better to do the elemental tanking. And he believed me and went DPS. Battle Pants was fucking horrible. Oh no. <laughs> Dart, bro, his friend, was fucking horrible. He died to everything. Went AFK mid-fight because his mom needed him or something and just talked on vent all the time about how he's such a fucking rock star. We quickly... <laughs> yeah, I might have died, but I'm a fucking rock star, so 
what what are you gonna do i'm going afk though because my mum needs me so because i'm rock star shit yeah my mum needs me so i'm going i'm going afk fucking rock star you know what i mean we quickly bailed on him tanking one night though he was off pretending he makes music somewhere i told battle pants dude bro you should let me try and tank for once brah no harm in trying can there dude plus i have access to dark bro's account bro <laughs> i got natar to replace me as dps as he was okay dps in dungeons and on we went we killed Illidan on three tries just want to say so say when i was tanking we killed it in three tries right now natar had a bit of a funky letter in his name and so they made me raid leader to invite him while having tries in Illidan, i had read online that he drops a legendary glaive the one i had seen in all those epic movies from warcraft 3 I had suddenly switched Master Looter. Honestly, my guild's officers were dumb fucks and didn't even notice me switching it around. And behold, I got a glaive. I distributed it to myself thinking, I carried this, guys. I fucking deserved it. <laughs> so many glaives, so many ninjas. Battle pants went mental. The fuck you, retard, dude? What? You can't even use that fucking thing. You're a paladin. And two, it isn't even your fucking account, dude. He had a bit of a point about the account thing, which at that point I had forgotten about due to the adrenaline of getting the glaive. Navaloha spammed my whisper box saying stuff like, Dude, bro, you should come to my country so I can beat you up because I have a black belt in five types of combat. Right? Now, you think I'm making this shit up, right? <laughs> you think no one says that, right? But here you go. Oh, hang on. <laughs> I've got to show you. It's so good. <laughs> Where is it? Oh, my God. Uh... <laughs> oh you can't even read it it's too good though there you go <laughs> dude bro you should cut so i could so i could beat you up because i have a black belt in five types of combat what what <laughs> karate kyle yeah fuck you look five types five not just four like a bitch five like a man five. <laughs> oh my god this is gonna kill my chest <laughs> he repeated the phrase a gazillion times often resulting in me going things like okay lol or are we going to a love hotel a love hotel together if i come over this just pissed you off even more i didn't quite get the fuss it was just an item so i logged off for a week or three until wrath of lich king came out yeah i don't give a fuck fucking gay latest deuce i do like combat <laughs> black belt spoon combat oh, name five for for a golden giraffe, name five types of combat that you can have a black belt in. Go. Do it. Chapter 2. What green clouds, right? <clears throat> Here we go. When Wrath hit, I quickly became level 80. Leveling with a rogue friend. Good idea. Make a rogue friend. Maloha and Battle Pants were still level 72 at the time, so I started bitching about not being able to raid yet, as they were too low level. I also applied to the server third guilds, as they had need for a warlock. Maloha... Of course, found out and gave me another run of "Come here, so I could beat you up, bro." Crap. So I just left. <laughs> so I just left with a little glavulator. Oh, oh, I'm going glavulator. What? And then joining my new guild. That was his goodbye, glavulator. See ya. The skill was so much better, but I had one thing that completely pissed me off: the warlock class leader, Kelt. This fucking bro had no clue how to play a warlock, nor did he bother to do any fucking research. The other two warlocks often turned to me for advice on how to get better since I was top deeps all the time and not a twat. <laughs> like Kel. <laughs> You're top deeps and not a twat. I know, right? I'm kind of a big fucking deal. Not like that Kelt fuck. What a twat. This, of course, angered Kel. After a week or four of raiding with him, I noticed that Nato... Right, had joined as well. He apparently got in saying his raid experience consisted of boosting a guild on Illidan and that he found the other content so easy he just didn't bother. Somewhere was too easy. I like boosted a guild. Of course you should. Hey, invite me to your guild, right? I've legit like carried a guild and Illidan and somewhere was so fucking easy so I didn't even bother. Right? Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Nato and Kel quickly became friends. I, I've done all my guides on making guild applications incorrectly. Just say you have... Those viewers say you haven't got raid experience. Just say it's because the content was too fucking easy. That's all you need to say. 
It's too easy. Why haven't you... Yeah, but you've got no rain experience. It's because it was so fucking easy. Are you kidding me? Shit, dude. Like, I did this fucking raid once. It was, like, so easy that I didn't even bother doing it anymore. So fucking joke, man. Joke content. Piece of piss. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I had become friends with the GM and the other class leaders, which caused Kelt to go out of his way to make me look bad. Raging from raging at, raging at me when I was two minutes late to the pre-raid gathering time, saying that I lacked dedication... And making my making me alter my rotation so I would do less deeps. Of course, I'd not give two fucks about him. A friend that I still had, a friend I still had from my pugging days in the Burning Crusade said, "Come to our guild. We need a warlock. Fuck applications. I'm an officer, bro. And most still know you from the TBC pug days, brah. And now you, and know you gave that account back. So I joined them. They were server first. And I quickly enjoyed the feeling of getting everything first, not knowing about will first and stuff. Getting the Nax twenty five Black Drake." Uh, I think it was the black one. It says not sure. It's in brackets. <coughs> but he included the immortal achievement. We had to implement a system, a system too, which meant the people that died would have to pay the guild bank one of those 5k gold bags. A lot of trials went down that way. But not me, because dying is for noobs. I didn't have to give a bag, because dying is for noobs. By the time we reached Ulduar Heroics, both Natar and Kelt had applied to our guild. Kelt even talked to me to see if I could put in a good word, sucking up with things like, yeah, you were always better than me. I told the GM, I don't trust him, I think they're shit, but they are okay to warm the bench, I guess. Shrug. We had a mage, <laughs> we had a mage hop guild and a rogue quit. Kelt re-rolled to a rogue. So the GM had figured, why not? Let him in. Not soon after, I noticed they had formed a little club in the guild with two others. They had their own in-game chat challenge in which they dissed the guild and constantly patted each other's shoulders saying how good they were. Now I had that as well with a few friends and one officer. But we just talked about how to improve attempts, you know, things like that. The GM did not like these little clubs being formed. And of course, everyone said they'd stop, this, they'd stop using the channels, which no one ever did. I started noticing that Natos and Kelt had been socialising even harder to get more loot. This angered me. Especially since they were just average players. How dare they socialise, you average player. Nato apparently had a friend in my group's channel that forwarded him when we compared the numbers, and he wasn't doing well. Example being XT Heroic, when he had to kill the Sparks. And I would link the damage done on the Sparks in my channel, seeing that Nato at the bottom... Next attempt, he would go out of his way to be the top five of them and then link him in the raid chat before showing how badass he was. This tactic actually worked, though, and he got stuff he hadn't even needed on before others. My boiling point was starting to reach an all-time high, seeing my other good raiders not get gear just because he was such a kiss-ass. Now, at this point, us warlocks had a dog-shit rep in the guild. This mainly happened due to the council fight where he had to soulstone the tanks. The two of the warlocks were fucking shit, and they just didn't get it. You ready? You ready? <coughs> I call. <laughs> At one try, we were looking like killing it. I noticed one of the warlocks had not bothered to soulstone his tank. I called him out on vent three times, and when he still hadn't reacted, I soulstoned him before causing before causing him to get confused and not knowing what to do, causing a wipe, and hence causing rage from the officers. Fuck these warlocks! Can't even sort out soulstones. I heard Kelt giggle and vent, and Nator went, they should have given the soul stone to mages instead. I lost my shit for the first time. I went mental. Glenn, you shouldn't blame all the warlocks for the stupidity of these two other dick sniffs. But the damage was done. Every other encounter, when one of those two moron warlocks died, Nator and Kelt said, ha we've got the worst warlocks in the world. These guys are so fucking bad, they make hunters look like MVPs in the raid. We reached general. When we reached general, I had built up the reputation of not dying to shit ever. They marked me for the bolt dodging stuff since people were too fucking bad to get out of it themselves. I was being recognised by the guild as one of the value players. When we downed general and went on to the blubber boy, I had finally had enough. Kelts and Natar were magnets for green clouds. Now, I suffer from a form of colorblindness. So, hey. Those things are not the easiest to see, but fuck me! They just so go through a fucking slow! Again, the GM resorted to marking two players. 
A friend of mine who had come to the guild with me was chosen first. Then Nato went, I'll be the second my second guy. The volunteer is real. I said, excuse me? I'd like to down the boss before 2050 if you don't mind. Yeah? I'd like to down the boss before 2050. <laughs> but his socializing had got him a bit of a following. So a fair few people said, why not? He failed again and again. Two weeks of this until I'd had enough. Make me the fucking second mark target or we're never going to get this down. Nato friend's objective as I went, as I was one of the warlocks. And of course, Nato and Kelt chipped in with their <laughs> warlocks marked. What a joke. We downed it on the second raid night with me being marked. And of course, Nato's and Kelt being dead. Because they were fucking, went insane. I took great joy in killing them. Great joy. I had enough and quit the guild after that. I couldn't raid with them anymore. I was disappointed in raiding by just two players. And I figured my time in WoW had ended. Ah, So pro. So elitist, yeah? Everyone, it's easy. It's too fucking easy. That's the better. I don't make friends, pricks. Don't make friends. Lessons learned. Don't make friends. Everyone around you is bad. Make sure you put in that you thought all of the content was easy. And that will guarantee you a raid spot. I'm going to Chickenpox land. Very sad about Leonard Nimoy. That sucks. That's uh, that's a killer for me as a huge fan. But there you go. I'm off to deal with Chickenpox. I'm back tomorrow for web show. And uh, bros, the hardcore drama is tomorrow. Hardcore drama is tomorrow. I'll see you later, ladies and gents. Thank you so much for tuning in. Watch out for tonight. Is the opinion actual real opinion on the account sharing thing. Considering you spam my inbox with fucking so many emails about it while I was away. So there's a little content coming up there. It'll be up in about an hour or so. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Goodbye.